This is the Big Finish podcast. Look, you coughed right in the middle. Who did that? There's always one, isn't there? <laughs> You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. Official launch date, 8th of May, 2017. Hello, yes. Um, yeah, but it gets launched tomorrow. <laughs> Smart out. We're broadcasting from the future. <laughs> Come on, it's time travel. You guys know about that. <laughs> it's going awfully well. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, hello, I'm Nick Briggs. Uh, I'm joined by Jason Hegelery. Hello. And uh, Benji Clifford, of course. Good morning. And Big Finish are the proud purveyors of the finest audio drama and audiobooks, things like Doctor Who. And thank you, Jason, adjusting my microphone so the audience <laughs> can hear me, because I can hear myself very loudly in these headphones. And uh, Blake Seven and Torchwood and Dark Shadows and The... Professions of Dorian Gray. Avengers. And the, the prisoner. It's a podcast thing we do. The three of you who listen to the Big Finish podcast will, will know about that. And uh, Dracula and Fra the, the Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Ooh. Yeah. If you haven't guessed it by now, the, the podcast basically worked. It started with a very clear structure, and it's become just hundreds of stupid little jokes with me and Nick every week it's getting slightly worse it's so funny oh, okay <laughs> right we laugh uh, we laugh normally the structure of the podcast is to have the news uh, big finish news obviously listeners emails uh, i haven't got my computer here so i can't do those not got any news then there's a guest star interview that probably have to be jason and then we do the randomoid selectatron where we randomly select a big finish release to talk about but i could leave that to you so scrub the news is there any news this Torchwood series Torchwood, 5 yeah. Yeah, yeah we announced it yesterday very exciting are you very excited about that yeah yes. yeah, yeah okay and then the in the uh, interview we do the guest star interview we ask uh, some set questions so I'll, I'll ask you Jason mm. and the set question is yeah. and Benji you can join in actually Imagine. it's it's basically an attempt to make it all about me um, when did you first meet me <laughs> <laughs> Benji you can go first <laughs> when did I first meet you Nick uh, in person the strangest thing I started working for Big Finish before I'd met any of you in person which is a really strange thing if it, I do sound design for Big Finish uh, and yeah, so when, that, yeah, just just making sure, just making sure. Um, I uh, yeah, I first met you at a big finish day actually, uh -huh. and I I think the funniest thing was we were just I just came sort of in there and started setting up and said you know, was like, oh. and then I don't think we sort we sort of said oh hello, but it wasn't really like oh hi yes I'm Nick I'm Benji and I was, eventually we got round to it. But it was more like. Here's some Daleks. Oh, thank you very much. Here's a torture. Nice one, thank you. So we sort of we, we started off more as the Chuckle Brothers, really, than anything else, and it, and it kind of went on from there, really. Jason, um, I think it's either in a pub or in a bedroom. Wow. I'm sure. Living room. It was a living room. Living room. Right. Um, I was. Uh, I'm sure I was introduced to you by a very charismatic and gorgeous man uh, called Gary Russell, who is um, indicating at me <laughs> to say the number one 
but I think he was using the wrong finger. Um, <laughs> uh, he's actually at the back of the room. Um, and I, it was either at the tavern, um, when I, I do remember meeting, no, says the guy, where was it I first met Nick? Oh my god. So I didn't meet him in the tavern before that? No. Wow. I In which case I can say that my this is gonna this is this hurts me so much to say this. My first real memory of Nick is actually watching him in a scene and I was acting against him, um, playing the Cantrian Commissioner. And um, I, I know. And I was I was reading lines and Nick was being brilliant and um, I was just watching him being a really good actor. And um, there was a pause in the action, and I suddenly realised it was my line, and I'd been so wrapped up in what Nick was doing, I'd actually forgotten to read the page. Ah, um, so good, isn't there it? you go. So that's my first uh, introduction to Nick. But I then met him again down the tavern, the Fitzroy Tavern, the Fitzroy Tavern, in London. You know, you know about the tavern, do you, folks? The first Thursday of every month. Yes. Bunch of reprobates turn up there, indeed, yeah. <laughs> or Doctor Who fans, as we like to call ourselves. <laughs> and uh, having met him there, I went up and said, "Oh, hi, Nick," and I had a little chat with him. And I think because I was so much younger than you, I think you were like, "Whatever," <laughs> I'm totally dismissive of me. Well, there's. Uh, I would like to associate that with a term that was introduced to me in America recently, which is a bit outrageous, which is. RBF, which is called resting bitch face, um, which is like when when I'm not thinking anything, I look like I'm being aggressive. Do it now. I'm, yeah, complete bitch. <laughs> I don't naturally have a smile on my face. It's, it's only movie stars that have that. Movie stars, you know, they in their faces in repose have smiles, which is why we we like them. Very quickly, didn't it? I was thinking, what, what is the point of all this? Um, <laughs> the next question that I like to ask is, what's tingling your molecules about Big Finish at the ah. moment? So, uh, Benji, oh, you... an interesting one. I would have to say, actually, um, the recent uh, decision to do Captain Scarlet. Actually, which is a, a huge. Uh, because it was something, it was really it weird. Was a round of applause. I feel like it's. Yeah, let's do it. Captain Scarlet. Captain Scarlet. So don't worry, we'll edit that so it seemed totally natural. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe kind of add some you know, sound effects over the top. Yeah, Royal some whistle. Really, yeah. really, you know, really Wembley, a gold Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a really strange thing because I was, I was thinking for quite a while, I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be good, you know, as, as we all do, we think of imaginary things that we'd love Big Finish to do. And Captain Scarlet seemed like such a, a logical and, and fantastic thing to, to take on. And it's just, it's got a great reception, but I'm so excited to, to, for us to be doing that, really. So that really is tingling my molecules. And, and if for all of you don't know what, uh, what we're doing with Captain Scarlet, we've got two separate box sets, haven't we? That's right. So one well, is... Well, no, it's a box set with all the archive material on, and then the three Spectrum files. Is that, are, the, are the Spectrum files all separate. part of, they are, yeah, they're separate, yeah. So yeah, one's all, all of the old... Um, uh, Glad we rehearsed this. We're, yeah, we're, we're very on it. All the old uh, LPs and, and, and records, which have been remastered and put onto, uh, onto CD, and then we've got the Spectrum files, which, uh, Nick, do you want to explain what they're all about? You know, in the, in the uh, 60s, there were some tie-in novels written for Captain Scarlet. 
and so we're doing enhanced audiobook versions of them with, with a male and a female voice and lots of sound design and, and what have you. Now before I ask Jason about what's tingling your molecules, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go over here and see if I can get a radio mic to work. Hello, hello, yes that works, okay. So um, can I ask anyone, what's, uh, I'm going to ask you because you're particularly nice. Thank you. Uh, what's your name again? John. John. Uh, what's tingling your molecules about Big Finish? I just sat on the thing that says reserved. <laughs> well, for me just now, it's the um, countermeasures going into the 70s. Oh, yeah. Could um, you explain about countermeasures for anyone? Yes, of course. Sorry. Uh, countermeasures originated from the Doctor Who story Remembrance of the Daleks, uh, where Sylvester and Sophie's team met a sort of an army unit who combated the Daleks. And uh, Big Finish, um, being the clever people they are, uh, took the three characters from Remembrance, uh, three who were left alive, <laughs> and formed a team around them, um, countermeasures. And it uh, originally was set in the 60s, and it was very much like the black and white ITC shows of that ilk. And uh, it really captured the zeitgeist. It was marvellous. And we've had three, four series of that now, I can't we? remember. I do do the music, but I've lost count. <laughs> yes. I think we're I think we're on four, and we're now moving into the 70s, and uh, it's more sort of persuaders like now, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to hearing. Brilliant. Thank you. So who, who's heard Countermeasures here? That's not a bad showing. It's, it's highly recommended. It's I might edit in a trailer just about now. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Sonyari. Grand opening. Of the Sonyari Hotel, a high-class resort near San Moritz. The New Countermeasures. Series 1 box set. You do your job, I let you live. But cross me again, question me at all, and I will kill you. If you're going undercover, why not go undercover in style? The stories from MI5 suggest that Lady Claire is currently specializing in the trade of alien weapons tech. What are you waiting for? We have a hotel to rob. Open your safe. (gasps) Do it quickly, do it now. That way you won't get hurt. Handsome lad. Sailor, is he? Think we've all known a sailor gone missing. HMS Reinhardt is one of a unique class of submarine that doesn't officially exist. It is involved in a highly delicate espionage program. Mm, dark stuff, then, eh? What was that? What? Exactly what a psychic spy program needs. Everybody gather round. So, <coughs> this is Parliament Square. It's more commonly known as bird flu. Bird flu? Some eyewitnesses claim that a few pigeons displayed aggressive behaviour. No, 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 I'll get her, I'll get her. You lot keep going. On your feet here, under the shield. Good afternoon, madam. Welcome to the Hotel Claire. How may I help you? Leaning on her, to try and force her off the road. Big Finish. We love stories. You've heard it said that time is money, yes? Sure. But after today, you'll have all the time in the world.
Uh, anyone else want to offer uh, an opinion on what's uh, tingling monocles? Hello. Hello. Uh, my name's Tim Bradley, and for anyone who does know me, I'm a fan of the Fifth Doctor audios of Doctor Who. I, um, my introduction to Big Finish was through Circular Time, and um, I loved from then on I loved every Fifth Doctor in this story and uh, I recently enjoyed the latest stories with the Fifth Doctor in this Sir Tegan and Adric and also da Alien Soul and Dalek, uh, Alien Heart and Dalek Soul I should say and um, I loved the second episode very much and Nick Briggs is good as the Daleks as always. <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Yeah that is nice Tim. Okay back to Jason who's wonder what's tingling his molecules. Benji's well, keeping his hands to himself. So, yes. um, I've got uh, two things are tickling my monocles, molecules at the moment. Tickling them. You're tickling your monocles. Uh, about, uh, tickling about your monocle. <laughs> tickling my monocle about Big Finish at the moment. The first thing is I was listening again to The Invisible Man on the way here last night. And um, if you haven't heard it yet, it is amazing. And um, it's, it's got John Hurt in it. Yes. I mean, it's, it's the, the last piece of work that John did with us. And uh, he just, he's just, it just reminds you what an amazing actor he is. And uh, playing this part of a, of a man who's, who's changed and whose life will never be the same again. It's, uh, it's very apt actually. And it's, uh, it's very, very sad in a way, but it's also very life enhancing because we were so lucky to have worked with John Hurt. Um, and the second thing, I can't tell you. <laughs> Last week, uh, we all got very, very excited because after 10 years of something maybe not happening and maybe happening and trying to sort it out and trying to beat up someone to try and get this sorted, eventually it looks like we're going to get a contract back on something which we've wanted to do for a very, very long time. And um, as How soon as yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, and I can't yeah. tell you what it is because we haven't got the contract back. But someone has agreed and um, got there. We've. I'm actually very excited about some of the projects we've got coming up. Um, most of, of there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yesterday, um, I made the mistake last year of actually saying um, publicly, "Oh yeah, we've got like 120 hours of audio drama this year." And uh, David Richardson said, no, 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 we've got 220 to me in a private moment. Um, he emailed me the other day and said, over the next 12 months, we've got 344 hours of audio drama. <laughs> so at this point, um, I worked out that we are actually producing more drama than CBS this year. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Uh, I mean, admittedly, they're filming it. So. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Takes them a little bit longer. They've got a slightly bigger budget. But it is just amazing, the amount of stuff we're doing right now. And it's because you guys want it, which is great. Um, but it'd be... Uh, the stuff we've got planned, we're so excited about. And we, um, we started... On Friday, we started swapping emails with excited emojis on. Um, <laughs> So we'll, we'll be able to um, announce that very soon. That's good. One of our directors uh, found, uh, Ken Bentley, he found some uh, morph emojis. Have anyone found those? No. You know, morph from uh, Vision On and, and all that? Tony Hart. Tony Hart, Tony Hart. yeah. 
there's a sort of dog poo shaped one <laughs> which I think has got and they're animated it's got sort of flies coming off it or something anyway oh, really <laughs> so, nice. I don't know why I brought that up <laughs> oh, yes, it is. yes shall we change the subject yes and the, the other oh yeah hello have you got a question Because you're bringing up so many new stuff, it was just curious how you're getting over the contract of copyright, because it's lovely for us to hear it, but things like Captain Scarlet into some of the more stuff or anything else, how you're actually getting over the, you're allowed to bring them out, which is brilliant for us as consumers, but you get my... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's grown-up negotiation with, with grown-up yeah. people. Yeah, that's what we have to do. We have to have meetings with people. And that's what you meant, was it? Yeah, so negotiating licenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. It's all legal. <laughs> Just in cases. There was, um, and we have to pay the money, you know. <laughs> we, we've just moved into a new office and one of the reasons we moved into it because of the ease of trying to get everyone together. And when we have a, a meeting now, there's, there's about 12 of us in a room sitting around a table discussing everything. And you do, I did, um, uh, not the last meeting, the last meeting before that, I did suddenly say, when did we get so grown up? You know, because it's just suddenly we started to become... You know, thankfully, there's no evidence of it here. No, no, there's no evidence within the company at all of us growing up whatsoever, and we're very lucky in that we only employ people who are infantile. Yeah, so uh, it does work. Me, I kind of set the bar quite low on the adult yeah. behaviour. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it's one of my central duties in Big Finish to make sure that we're quite childish. Is that why I have to be headmaster? Yes, that's right. Uh, okay, the next question we ask people, and obviously I'll come back to you, Jason and Benji, is what's tingling your molecules generally in entertainment? You know, just like a little snapshot of what you're watching or listening to in music or the theatre. Anyone got anything to offer about something they particularly like at the moment? Yes. Hello. Hello. What's your name? It's Karen. I, I, I hate to say it, but I can't wait for the new series of Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, what? No. Oh. But Nick, this is the advantage, see, in some ways that's wonderful because you'll binge watch it right at the end. You wait until it finishes, try not to find out what happens at the end and just binge watch the whole thing. You'll love that. It was, it was a I weird one. Sky, you see. You can I've get, got brand get, resistance. Get the Blu-ray. Get the Blu-ray. It's a weird one because it gave me. I had three attempts. <laughs> I had three attempts to get into it, and I, it, was, it was literally. I watched the first episode three times. Can I just say the worst episode is the worst episode in the series? The first. Is it what the first one? Yeah. Because it, it must be because I, I just every time I thought no nah, no nah, it's just I, I thought I'd like it but I didn't and then everybody kept saying just push on through push on through and I did and it is amazing it is it is one of those things it gets better as it sounds goes like you on. were giving birth. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I must try. I mean, Peaky, Blind, Peaky Blinders, yes. I, I resisted for a while. And I'd watched sort of three minutes of it. I thought, oh, God, this looks so depressing. Um, but then I came back to it, you know, a year or so later, and cunning old Netflix had remembered exactly where I'd left off. <laughs> <laughs> and then, there I was, absolutely hooked and obsessed with it. Tim, I'm sure something's um, tingling your molecules oh, generally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Why didn't you put your hand up then? It's making me work. Yep. <laughs> I'm currently completely obsessed with The Walking Dead. Good man, good man. There they are, look. <laughs> it's just not quite as good as Big Finish Survivors. Yeah. But it'll do while we're waiting for the next one to come out. Yeah, I've got to do the music for Series 6. Oh, yeah, that's good. good. The Walking... Yeah, go on. Just before we go, the previous question, um, what's tingling my monocles about 
big finish has to be a new companion for the fourth doctor you like a bit of Jane Slavery. I like that a bit sounded of Jane rude. Slavery. I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy, what's tingling your molecules? Well, the new companion for the first Doctor, classic Doctor's new monsters, Churchill and River Song in units. This is just like a list of everything that's on our website. <laughs> Anything in entertainment generally? Like everyone else, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Not Emma Dale? No. <laughs> no, no, no one watches that, do they? Uh, no one here, anyway. Uh, <coughs> um, also, another thing we do is um, ask people if you've got a, an uncool um, entertainment guilty pleasure, you know, like a film you like that you know you shouldn't like. And I confessed at a podcast ago that I liked chalet girls <laughs> have you seen that film with felicity jones just me then uh, yeah anyone got something a film that they yeah here we go a film or a television program or anything is it button moon <laughs> no it's thoroughly modern millie with julie andrews oh yes what do you like about it mary tyler moore i think oh, okay fair enough see that's the kind of thing we're looking for <laughs> um we didn't go back to general tingling things with you guys, did we? Well, actually, I'm answering both of your questions. Okay, uh, so they're embarrassing. <laughs> and it's embarrassing and tingling, yes. Or tickling, in my case. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Riverdale, which... Oh, sudden. <laughs> River. Silence, everyone. What? Riverdale is uh, based on the Archie Andrews comics, um, which have been going around since the 1940s in, um, in America. And basically what they've done is taken a very a teen comic, which dates from the 1940s um, up until today, and they've modernised it and actually made it into a teen version of Twin Peaks. And, uh, yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things that you think, oh, no, this is going to be pretty awful, but I'll give it a go. And then after the first 30 minutes, you go, oh, my God, this is amazing. And well, it's, what's it about? It's, well, it. basically, it's about, um, it's, it's your standard teen soap opera, except the first thing that happens is the, one, of the, one of the leads gets shot in the head. And then you have to work out who's done it, basically. And there's a lot of very Twin Peaks. Honestly, the, 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 the production <coughs> crew must be huge fans of Twin Peaks because it's, it's so Twin Peaks. Well, it's Twin unbelievable. Peaks is coming back, isn't it? It is, yes. Okay. So if you're if, if in a way of getting yourself ready for Twin Peaks, go and watch Riverdale. And where can you watch Riverdale? It's on Amazon. Uh, sorry, it's on Netflix, big pun. Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's, it's actually, I can't remember which. I've oh, got, it's, I've got <laughs> it's it's on um, it, it's on the American channel as well, but outside of America, it's it's only on Netflix. Okay. So it's worth having a quick look at. It's yeah. it's very good. It also the the casting is brilliant. They've taken every '80s actor and cast them as the dads and the mums. So the Archie's mum is played by Molly Ringwald. Um, Archie's dad is oh no, he's gone out of my head. Is the oh, God, he's one of the leads in 90210. Right. Um, and um, Mike Tyson's ex-wife plays the mayor. Um, you know, it's basically... There it is sounds a little bit like it's got a Stranger Things vibe as well. It's, yeah, it it's a little <laughs> bit like that. It's, what it's done is it's, um, it's, it, it's sort of meshed the 80s with today. And there's definitely a Twin Peaks vibe underneath. And suddenly something will happen. You go what the hell just happened and that's the sort of telly i like 
but right. it's basically a teen drama so therefore it is a little bit ooh, should I be watching it at nearly 50 but <laughs> but it's very very good that's interesting I'm going to check that out Benji, what's tingling your well, molecules and what's embarrassing? Well, okay, so the, the first thing that's tingling my molecules, I would say, um, would be Inside Number Nine. Oh, uh, yes. yes. If, if any of you haven't seen it, it's on the BBC and it's, it's, it's a bit like the Twilight Zone sort of Tales of the Unexpected sort of vibe, isn't it? Is it, it? on iPlayer now, do you reckon? I, I think there might still be some... Oh, we've got nodding over there. Right. And it's ne- as on on it is on Netflix, yeah, series one and the Christmas special, and two are on there, aren't they, at the moment? And not the, net, uh, the Netflix. The, the flicks. The flicks, like the book. <laughs> you want to call, he's trying to call Facebook the book. Facebook is it's the book. You say, just add me on the book. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think you'll find that people do say Facebook me. They don't say add me on the book. <laughs> it's, they do in Benji's world. In, in my little, in my, it, I don't know. I think it, it sounds better. You're trying to make it a thing. I'm yes. trying to make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not working. My friend's trying to. My friend was trying to make a thing out of you know the new one pound coins. Mm. The, the jagged. He was saying, oh yeah, yeah. When we went to Germany, he was there going, yeah. We call these new one pound coins the spike. Because they've got spiky edges. And I was like, but they don't have spiky edges. They have little wavy edges. Like, it's not... Uh, I don't know. And, they, and also trying in Germany is probably not a good idea. No, they... they <laughs> so it doesn't mean anything. No, but you can, tell them, you, can, you can just tell them things and, and, and they, they believe that it's some really quirky English thing that you do. It's like all that time that uh, Nick tried to make Butch a thing. Because basically, he wants to be known as he wants to be known as Butch Briggs. It never took off. Yes, this is obviously some psychotic episode that I don't remember. <laughs> Very good. An embarrassing thing, Benji. Well, this is the thing: is it's not so so much embarrassing You're not by anything, are you? apart from maybe that pig. That pig, yeah. You all will be revealed. This this is the pig of Rassilon. Um, mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. I, I am mad. Um, uh, it's, it's not so much embarrassing. Well, it is for me in a way because I've, I've never been into cartoons at all. It's just not been my thing, and I don't really know why. But somebody said, "Oh, you've got to check out Rick and Morty." Have you got yeah? Have we got any Rick and Morty fans here? Yeah, yeah. nice one. Three and three. it three all sitting <laughs> together. All sitting together. It's it's so good. It's a rogue one down it's, there. It's it's like it's sort of more like a sort of it's for for you know adults as a, like, a bit like Family Guy and The Simpsons and that sort of. But it's about it's set sort of a spin off, an unofficial spin off of Back to the Future, and it's about this this drunk sort of uh, scientist and his his grandson who just go on absolutely crazy adventures to other dimensions and. It is just, it is so out there. It's, it's made by uh, Adult Swim, the, the channel, and it is, it's so good. It's, it's just, um, it's on its third uh, series now, or season, uh, and it's, yeah, it's, it's just taking, it's taking sort of all that, that scene. By Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. 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 yeah, it is on there. Really? Netflix. Netflix. I, I put the first one on. Well, my friend showed it to me, and then I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, I might watch some more." Went home, absolutely binge watched it. Did it? Did the whole thing in two days. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why the sixth series of Survivors is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it isn't. Okay. Um, what I'd like to do now is our live version of the Randomoid Selectatron. Ooh. Excellent. That involves going to you and asking you to select a random big finish release. I'll just press the button. Uh, Doctor Who, peer pressure. Peer pressure. 
Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Jason Chimes then. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, I do that. remember it being very long. Yeah, uh, it's, it's by it's, Robert Ross. Yes, it's uh, Colin Baker and Maggie Stables. And it's got that famous comedian Roy Hudd. Roy Hudd, It's got yes. Roy Hudd in yes. it, yeah. And what? As Max playing Max Miller, the famous comedian. Anyway, we'll edit in the trailer now. She fell into the water. She died. What about Blackpool? No, no. I tried it once. Haven't you heard the stories? Stories? The phantom bloodsucker of Preston Park. Oh, don't start that again. It frightens me. No, it's true. Honest. He likes to suck upon fresh young maidens. I'm not listening. It comes down to the beach here and waits. Blackpool has certainly changed. <gasps> London by sea. Brighton. How wonderful. You know, I knew the old girl wouldn't like the idea of going back to Blackpool. Unhappy experience, bad memories. But Brighton, exquisite. A wonderful show tonight, Mr Miller. I never laughed so much in my life. Yeah, maybe you should have been in the audience then, Billy. No one else seemed to agree with you. Why did she have to do it on a filthy night like that? What kind of foolishness had seized her? You're... The Max Miller? The very same. There'll never be another, you know, lady. Never be another. When they made me, they broke the mould. Max Miller? Well, I never. What was that scream, Bert? How the hell should I know? She would reek. Reek like the rotting mackerel. It seems eternity has seen fit to surround me with. Oh, no. No more pain. I'll, I'll do it. I, I promise. I'll kill the doctor. There it was, it was wonderful. I remember so much now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I must admit, like there's, there's a few titles oh. which, um, which I've only heard once. Yeah. Because we have so much coming out. So what, what I should go back and read What do you particularly like about it? Well, I adored Roy Hudd's performance as Max Miller, knowing that Roy himself is such a fan of Maxie. And uh, it, was just, it was a fun romp. And uh, it was lovely to hear Maggie Stables and uh, rest her soul and uh, Chris Simmons from The Bill, of course. And so, uh, no, it's, it's one of my favourites. It's one of my sort of go to relaxy stories. Um, it's quite horrific, isn't it? Yeah, but I've got a watch sense of humour. <laughs> Relaxingly uh, horrific. But uh, no, I, I do enjoy the, uh, the fact that Roy was able to play his hero, Max Miller. Yeah. No, that, and it was quite a coup to get him in as well, wasn't it? That's all right. Well, that's all we have to say about peer pressure. Short and sweet. Now, any, this is like an open forum now. Any questions, any, what dare I say, horrible bugbears about Big Finish? Oh, here we go. I, I said, this is going to be a nice As soon as you said bugbears, yeah. about four people put their hands up. When you designed the Dalek time controller in, in the War Doctor box set, Number four, um, was that Dalek, um, Agatha Dark supposed to, to replace the Dalek time controller, so when did you decide to design it? Well, that's down to the designers, and I think it was, uh, you're referring to the sort of, it's got the sort of swoopy things around it, hasn't it? Yeah. Yes, well, it's uh, one of our uh, designers, Tom Webster, came up with that idea, and it was, you know, after we'd recorded the play, he just sort of, 
thought we needed a new look for a Dalek and um, I suppose it's, it of sort it. of reflects infinity because it goes round and round yeah. and joins up and goes backwards and, and I don't know whether because I did the time controller in that Doctor Who novel I wrote The Dalek Generation and I think I described it in that yeah, I don't know can we just hear from the pig of Rassilon what do you think of the time controller? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did this awful thing. I was, I was when I, I bought it, and I explained the whole reason behind this is that the pig of Rassilon uh, is a thing as of today. But normally, whenever we do a podcast, I normally have um, strange things. So I have a jaw harp, which sort of does a weird noise. It goes, but sort of can't do it on this microphone. No, can't do it. It wasn't going to be a great drip of water. I was showing off. Um, it, back, it, back, it backfired. It backfired. Uh, and then I, I got into using the kazoo. And then Nick said, he sent me a, a, an email saying, please remember to bring the kazoo and please remember to bring the jaw harp. And I got here and the first thing I said is, yeah, I forgot the kazoo and the jaw harp. And I, I thought, I, I just, I felt so, I felt so disappointed in myself. So I ran to Asda and tried to find anything possibly musical. There was nothing. And then I discovered... <laughs> <laughs> the pig of Rassilon. <laughs> and so, uh, would anybody like the pig of Rassilon? Probably not. If not, it goes in the bin. Would would you would who who would who would want you know who would want to see this put in the bin? Anybody? There, there, there. You've got the pig. You've got the pig, sir. I was rooting for you. Look, so. look after, look after <laughs> the pig. Cherish it. Cherish it. Yeah, he's loving it. Okay, Roddy was enthusiastically yes. waving his hand around. You, you haven't gone off the boil, have you? No, I haven't gone off the boil, Nick. Okay. I was just wondering when Big Finish will be releasing the Big Finish Companion Volume 3. Ooh, That's very, very good question. I'll leave it to Jason to answer. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what? We, we haven't discussed this in a very, very, very long time, have we? Um, is Kenny still writing it? Or has oh, he? Yeah, you can't he's stop Kenny. Yeah. Oh, has he written it? No. Probably. He's Do you know what? It's, there's probably an email saying, "Oh, by the way, I finished this." In a very. That's all he said, and he's never mentioned <laughs> he's it. He's busy since. doing vortex um, our three months. What we need to do is we need to remind ourselves to get in touch with Kenny and say, uh, "You have written this, haven't you?" Because we'll release it. Good um, question. It's a very, very good question, and we should get it out there we've because just got we've got enough material for volume four and five already. We we've got we've got five minutes to go. We've got a ah, question right. here. Yes. 80s Cybermen. 80s Cybermen. That, yes, there will be 80s Cybermen. Yeah, there will. I was even talking to David Banks about it. He said, well, you do the Cybermen now, Nick. And I said, yeah, but I don't have to always do all of them. I said, I could play your lieutenant, you know, the one with the sore throat. Yes, me. <laughs> yeah, so we will do 80s Cybermen. Okay. It's oh, they've got oh. a question. Yeah, question down the front there. Um... Are you still going to be using Miranda Raisin? You're not going to kill her character off, are you? Because I think she's great. <laughs> well, she plays Constance yeah. with the sixth Doctor. Um, there are no plans to kill her off. Is that you, Roddy? Or is it your phone? <laughs> There's always one. No, yeah, she, she's very... Um, I, I got accosted at a uh, convention, I can't remember who, by, by someone um, saying... Uh, it, was a, it was a young lady who said to me, I keep on investing in these characters and you keep on killing them off. And I said, we don't kill off every companion. But, you know, the, the reality is we probably have, as a ratio, they die more frequently than on television. I've well, it's say. very dangerous. They're, you know, their lives are very dangerous, aren't they? 
So it seems to me more credible that they die rather than survive. That's just, yes. that's just think, a snapshot yeah, of my I, weird thinking. No, I, I get that because they're always in trouble. Yeah. But, uh, but it is, um, but I think actually it's, it's, you know, that the whole wanders off and gets married to a prince thing doesn't really... Yeah, I mean, there's know. more than that as an alternative, I suppose. Isn't yeah. There? yeah. But mm. um, no, um, we got, absolutely, we got no plans to kill off Constance, that's for sure. Yeah. She's wonderful. Okay, um, well, look, I'll just get that one last question from the troublemaker at the back. <laughs> not, not you, An another one. <laughs> Here we go. Hello. Hello, guys. Um, now Moffat has left, or basically he's finished, near enough, uh, Doctor Who, do you anticipate the same... No, you've got a good relationship. Same relationship with Chibnall taking over. Will you still have to get permission to do, you know, various things and ask, you know, basically? That's all. I don't know. We'll ask his best mate. Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not his best mate. Um, uh, but I do, I do know Chris. Um, so, uh, but we, we have a, a solid relationship with BBC Worldwide where all the approvals go through. Um, and, uh, but also, yes, I happen to live in the same town as uh, Chris Chibnall. We both, we both live in Broadchurch. <laughs> That's actually true. It's amazing true. how many people have died since you moved there. Isn't it? <laughs> he is a serial killer. We haven't figured this out yet, but it will happen. That's right. I hate cornflakes. Hey, <laughs> it's a little uh, serial-based joke there. Uh, so, as the podcast rushes towards the end of its existence, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, I just want to apologise for the lack of mentions of death to the Daleks in oh, this definitely. podcast. Yeah. We always mention it a lot. Um, so, um, one of our catchphrases in the podcast, as I mentioned last night, is uh, Stop, don't move, which is the astonishing climax to episode three. Excellent. Thank you. Because uh, uh, I knew you knew it. We also so, cut it, was it? That way leads to death. <laughs> Bilal for companion, please. Yes. Yeah, we should bring Bilal back. Yes, we should. Yes. It's horrible in these caves. <laughs> I've been stuck down here for years. Um, so I just want you all to say stop, don't move, and cue. Stop, don't move. Amazing. Should we have a buck up as well? Yeah, buck up we like. Buck up. Buck up. That's not from Death to the Daleks. That's not. It's looking very confused there. So I've just been forced five. to say buck up, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why we say buck up. It's just happened. It's, it's one of our many uh, strange diversions, isn't it? So can someone uh, name, to end the podcast, we'll just play a trailer of something. Can, can someone suggest a trailer they'd like to hear? Human Resources. Human Resources, there you go. And it's goodbye from us, it's goodbye from me, goodbye from Jason. Goodbye. Goodbye from Benji. Goodbye. And goodbye to all you lovely people. Thank you. Goodbye. Next episode of Doctor Who. Hello, admin. Lucy Miller speaking. It's a bit odd, this place, isn't it? You tried opening your window yet? Yes, it didn't. Think about it. When did you last go home? Can't remember. We never went. We just thought we did. Something's not right here. Lots of things aren't right here. Are you the security guy? <coughs> Why are the doors locked? <coughs> oh. It's like that, is it? Are the others brainwashed or conspiring against you specifically? Why are we locked in? I feel like you're going to say, tune in next week to find out. Stuff that. Let's find out now. What do you say? Yeah, go on. I've not got much on.
Oh no. I didn't know it was them. Why would it be them? 